When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. This one is the Hawkeye Season 1 special where Ian Kerner and I are going to sit down and talk all things Hawkeye. We went into it knowing that Jeremy Renner was going to get his own Disney Plus show and now we come out of it with so much more. Um, there's lots to talk about. There will be major, major spoilers in this one. Not just for Hawkeye, but probably for Spider-Man No Way Home. So if you haven't seen the all six season, uh, episodes of Hawkeye season one. And if you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, I would be aware this episode because there will be spoilers. Um, that being said, this is Geekscape and let's go. Hey, Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host, and this one is a Hawkeye special all about season one that finished up about a week ago on Disney+. Plus. If there's like a weird echo to my audio, it is because I'm in Austin without my normal microphones, and I'm in like this back house my parents have now. It was not here when I was in high school. This was all cedar trees, and they built it. And uh, I guess that's what happens when they all leave the nest. But uh, yeah, uh, we took about a week to uh, compile our thoughts on Hawkeye Season 1, and that week kicked my ass. I know I did some traveling, uh, but here in Austin, the cedar allergies have been kicking my ass, and um, I got so sick this past weekend with the allergies that I started playing the game called Cedars or COVID. I don't know if I had Omicron or not. Uh, I've taken multiple tests because I'm about to get back on a plane to Los Angeles tomorrow. Happy to report. I do not have the, the 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 Rona, okay? The Omicron didn't get me. Um, so that's good. We went through the whole Geekscape live show. We went through Spider-Man No Way Home. We went through multiple kind of social events, and we did not get sick. So knock on wood, you're going to be able to hear this, especially with my lack of a really good microphone. And uh, keep those prayers up that everything turns out. All right. Okay, um, let's start this up. This is the Hawkeye Season 1 um, special. There will be spoilers, like I said, and Big Ginks is already ready. He's going, ay ay, sunroom, amazing. And uh, Jim says, bro, have not been this excited for a show since Rune 5 concert, bro, and happy to hear your swab turned out okay, bro. Thank you, Jim. Um, yeah, let's all be safe out there. All right, we're going to be talking Hawkeye Season 1. Uh, this one ended up having a lot more than what I expected going into it. We were like, cool, I'll watch a Hawkeye Kate Bishop series. And it turned into so much more. So to help me wrap that all up and put a little bow on it before we move on to Book of Boba Fett or whatever Ian and I review more, uh, or review next, it's going to be Morbius. Here's Ian Kerner. <laughs> hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, it will, it'll be Morbius before Book of Boba Fett, won't it? Because Book of Boba Fett yeah. won't be done yet. You and I are going to be doing this Morbius dance together. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
So, you know, it's interesting as, um, as I've been sitting with the finale of Hawkeye and obviously, I mean, your spiel, I mean, it's going to be spoilers galore, of course, you know, so, I mean, let's get right into it. You know, I was so excited for that Kingpin reveal and I do love it so much, particularly if you're going to do the Echo character. Um, having said that, I'm really thinking a lot about the ideas that are seem to be floating out there, some ideas about, you know, maybe it wasn't originally going to be Kingpin. You know, maybe Kazi would have been the big bad because, you know, in the, in the comic, he was, you know, the clown, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because I'm wondering, did making a Kingpin detract from the story? Did it take it away from the, the heart of what the, the original comic was? Well, okay. So I don't know if we could have been married to the original comic. Heidi's trying to get into the room right now. And like, I have the key in my pocket. No, I'm she's, not gonna gone. Give she's, gone. In, so she's just going to have to wait. Y'all are watching this on video. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We're free on Facebook, Twitch yeah. and YouTube video. Um, so, Yes, I'm glad that they didn't stick to the original, um, you know, run because I think we needed a little bit more MCU in this one. I, I don't know if the uh, original Fraction run w- uh, would have. Well, look, look obviously the, the Atlanta connection w- was a huge MCU um, connection. So, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, we well, also have to set up something that, that the original series didn't have to set up because it was done in Daredevil. We have to set up the Echo storyline, and that right, is a Kingpin right. story. So yeah. as much as like we talk about Wilson Fisk coming in as a kind of a – I think you're suggesting maybe a distractionary main big bad uh, that takes those last two episodes and kind of throws them in a different direction – I think that is set up for the Echo series. I did, love the fight did, with Kate that he has in episode six, did, but did, did you, did that you, really pushes towards the Echo series. Well, did you come out of this feeling, God, I need an Echo series? Because I did not. Other than, hey, I, what happened to Kingpin? There's two things I want to see in the Echo series. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Kingpin blind, which is how he survived the gunshot in the original Daredevil yes, run. In, was, in the comics, yes, he she, gets shoots shot. Him, she shoots him in the head, and he's temporarily blinded. Which he's is temporarily blinded. But again... And that, I also wanted that, to see her take some paint and put the handprint on her face yes, from the but, comic but I'm saying, book. Kingpin blind means something in the context of Daredevil. You know? Yes. Um, I don't know that it means as much um, if we're not getting that. Now, okay. let, let's so talk here, about the So Daredevil. here's where I'm going to argue. But let me argue with that real quick because this is where we get into spoilers for No Way Home. Um, I, think, I think we're going to see Matt Murdock in an Echo series. Uh, rumor I'm hearing you, is we're going to see Matt Murdock, yeah. and th- this is this is a rumor that I loved. Okay, without an actual and Heidi Daredevil finally managed to get into the house. Sorry, was, Heidi Great. finally managed to get in the house. Hi, Heidi. Uh, so, and she's gonna she's gonna have to say hi. Um, hi, Ian. Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, Thank you, Gordon. So, so here's the thing, and in an odd way, this seems almost reminiscent of how they've handled the Hulk. Now, Daredevil, they do have the rights, but it's an interesting idea that instead of getting another Daredevil series, the rumor I heard is Daredevil's going to pop up in She-Hulk, going to pop up in Echo, going to pop up in Moon Knight. Basically, all these series that are coming out, which, listen, it's New York, right? He's going to pop up Street-level series, yeah. Yeah. Good. Which, I love that. And you're saying that there can't actually, I mean, you're saying there can't actually be a Daredevil Disney Plus show because there's over at Netflix. I mean, in Hulk, there couldn't be. But I'm just wondering if if there's an intent to put more distance. Because look, Hmm. let's just talk about the corporate reality. Corporate reality is this, you know. Corporate reality, yes. Yes. Disney was a content provider, okay? Disney Plus didn't exist. They made this Netflix deal. They had these shows, okay? Tail end, they created Disney Plus. Now, Netflix knew that, you know? So it became, it was literally, it was a thing. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Those shows getting canceled was very much, it was this on both sides. Suddenly, Disney doesn't want to give Netflix, you know, these great shows. And also, um... Netflix doesn't want to be promoting Disney's characters. Mm-hmm. So it would just became this weird that they became a casualty of, of that. Now, where things stand, and I remember all, at the time we're going, okay, what's happening? It was a, the whole thing about two years before they had the rights. Well, okay, Disney has the rights back to the shows. 
What they do not have is the actual shows. Right. Okay. Going to live on Netflix. So if Disney does a Daredevil show that directly references Netflix shows, which they can, but then if you want to watch those, you got to go and watch them on Netflix. And Disney doesn't want you to go on and watch them on Netflix. Yes. This and so thing isn't never that, going to put the spite the the Tom Holland Spider Man movies or any of their Spider Man movies on Disney Plus. I had a friend who was like, "When do we get No Way Home on Disney Plus?" And I was like, "I hate to tell you, pal." You're, you're never going to get those on Disney Plus. You're going to get those on Crackle or something Sony has. Um, that, have fun. That's not necessarily true because Sony doesn't because have Civil their Wars own on service. There? Sony doesn't have their own service. So because right, they don't have their own service. That's all going to be VOD stuff, or Amazon. But, but they, they can have Windows on Disney Plus. They're, not, they're never going to live on Disney Plus you know, indefinitely unless Disney buys Sony. But they definitely okay. can give, show give up. Give it five years. Yeah, listen, I've heard those rumors before, so no joke. I mean, there have been literal conversations about what it would cost to buy Sony is like not much more than what it would cost to buy Spider-Man from Sony. So why not just right. buy the whole fucking thing? But anyway, yeah. I think the I think the no, extra property would be would be James Bond. Yeah, and you got it. No, no, James because Bond Men in Bond. Black. James Bond. Men in Black did not add the value. MGM and Amazon has that. Oh, then there you go, Ian. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. So, so um, I would again, I'll argue that Kingpin does not detract from the series. It sets up the Echo series, and if Kingpin's a part of it, and Charlie Cox is a part of it, I'm looking forward to an Echo. Make series. no mistake. I love that. I love all of that. Um, and the fact that you know the juxtaposition of Spider-Man: No Way Home coming out, you know, right the same week is eerie. I mean, it's just, it works out so well. And I, and I have to say it's eerie because, you, you know, you want to say, oh, they planned it. Well, the thing is, these shows got shuffled around. There was a lot that went on. It's possible. Hawkeye was sure shuffled. Yeah, yeah, so shuffled what it originally was, but Kingpin wasn't always in it. So maybe they really did plan it that well. You know, if you think about it, they did, we talk about COVID delays, but even the actual timing of the, when it actually aired, you know, if you remember, like, Early in the year, we thought we were getting Marvel shows every single week without break, and then they took a break. So I think that they, at, the, at that point, they did plan it. They didn't always plan it, but right. this year they planned it. And Vincent D'Onofrio said that he got the call from Kevin Feige in January, February to yeah. become a part of as, the as I said, series. Yeah, th- yeah this year yeah. they did that. It, it and that's a series that was going to start production last year. Yeah. And it got pushed to like March. Yeah, no, it, 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 it definitely became a different thing. And that's fine. And listen, that, that's true of the Marvel stuff all, all the time. I mean, you know, people always like to talk about reshoots. And even it's been going on lately with Doctor Strange. Reshoots don't make mean a movie's bad. It just means they came up with some ideas to make it better. They saw reactions to things. And they had ideas. And, it, you know, it's an organic process. And, and that's okay. not necessarily a bad thing. You know? well, let's take things back to episode one because we're not focusing on well, we're not focusing on Clint and Kate, and that's what the series yeah. is about. Um, you know, we, I think the introduction to Kate was awesome. I think the college Absolutely stuff was awesome. great with the destruction of the bell tower and having her having to kind of like run to New York and be like, "Oops, yeah, uh, I can't hang around the college campus that much anymore." But before that, I thought the introduction of her as a child was great with just. The kind of like rear window montage across all of her history and all of her medals and things is like a, yeah, no, I, a young I love kid. That. Well, let me say this, you know. In the Battle of New York stuff, if that's what you're going to touch on. I like the Battle of New York stuff. Well, well, well I actually want to go back to, to comic book origins and just talk about the, the differences, you know, because it's always the natural place to start, right? You get introduced to, to, to a, a new character in the MCU that's existed for a while in the comics. And, you know, Kate, Bishop was always an interesting character in the sense of normally when you have the new version, whatever, you know, it's, it's a, there's a mentor thing. There's some connection. Hawkeye was straight up dead in the comics. Disassembled that happened, which was an Avengers storyline where Scarlet Witch first went crazy and she straight up killed Clint. He's dead. He's gone. And young Avengers comes along. And all of a sudden you have this Kate Bishop, who's this character is around. And, you know, it's like, she's a girlfriend character and, so, you know, she just happens to be this great archer and she's, she's the new Hawkeye, just straight up. You know, she just decides she's Hawkeye now. You know, she's a fan, whatever. She's good at it. And what was interesting way back when with Young Avengers is she's the one with Al Powers who just 
right away, she's super smart. She has money, but she knows how, she's like a natural leader. She knows how to get things done, you know? Um, and she just right away was this, was this great character, you know? Um, so I loved Kate Bishop. And, you know, she's bouncing around for a while. Over the course of her being around, Hawkeye comes back. Okay, he's brought back to life, um, you know, for a was while. That, part of a, that wasn't part of Secret Invasion that he was brought back, though, was it? That was Mockingbird, for sure, was brought back during Secret Invasion. But but he was already back yes. by that point. Yes. Um, great. I don't remember how, how Clinton came back after No More Avengers. Yeah. Avengers disassembled. Yeah, disassembled. She killed him. Reality thing, which reality reset brought back? Right. Uh, okay, so Clint's back, and then you have the Fraction series. Right. So, well, anyway, so, so that's the thing. And, and the Fraction series is where they, they first interact and um, and develop their, their relationship. And it's funny because MCU, it's way more straight up mentor. Okay. The comics, it was inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 in the comics, you know, what's interesting, and it was one of the, those quirky things, you know, by the way, that comic book series comes out when the MCU already exists. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that was the an nascent interesting MCU, thing. but yeah, that's a 10 year old series. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but still, I mean, Hawkeye exists, right? And wasn't been quite, you know, what we got, um, we got Age of Ultron and this whole idea that Hawkeye has a family. And look, I mean, you know, as we all know, early um, MCU was strongly influenced by Ultimate, uh, the Ultimate Universe, which was separate at that time, right? So it was a very different take. The idea that Hawkeye was a shield agent, straight up assassin, okay, and then the family, all that stuff comes from Ultimate, you know? And so it was a very different take. And, you know, over time, while first the regular 616 Marvel got influenced by Ultimate and took some aspects of it, like Captain America's uniform stuff, um, eventually it all came together, you know? Um, but they never made Captain America the total fucking asshole he was in Ultimate. Yeah. I mean, he was a I mean, fashion, I mean, that, right? That's, that's good for Ant-Man. Yeah, I'm glad they yeah. didn't do the same Hank Pym. No. That yeah. wasn't a good look for Hank. No, no, no. Or, or even Hulk just straight up eating people. <laughs> right the uh, the ultimate i have all my ultimate comics here in austin and uh i do like those ultimates the, the molar books i, I thought they're, I mean, they're fun a job on the they're yeah. fun they're over the top and they were great for the time but anyway so hawkeye um you know what going into this series knowing they were going to adapt this fraction run which is one of my favorite runs ever i mean it's the reason why i have both this t-shirt and i actually have the less worn white t-shirt with the target you know, because like it just it was it was the, the David Asia um, art of that was just you know always having those targets pop up, which is amazing, right? But I mean, it was just the art, the writing. I mean, it's just it's such a fun series, and of course we're gonna get into this, you know, about you know the tracksuit bros, you know, you know tracksuit mafia. I mean, all that stuff yeah. is just so much fun. But you know, it's so much about that series about what does Hawkeye do when he's not an Avenger? Because Hawkeye's the guy in the comics. That, like, it's like he's career Avenger, right? Like, you know, Hawkeye starts out, and it's very interesting. You know, Hawkeye's career origins, Not in the comics, no. No, no, I was talking about the MCU, yes. Go, continue. No, Sorry. no MCU, yes. MCU is yeah. like ultimate, right? But yeah, but once he's a reformed criminal, Marvel, he becomes, he's a reformed criminal, and he becomes... Not, he's not S.H.I.E.L.D. Avengers. Right, right. Yeah, so, well, he wasn't even a criminal. I mean, look, he was a, a carny, and he got the, the trick thing, and... Black Widow actually dupes him into stealing from Stark. It's once. One time he does it, he gets caught, and Tony realizes that, you know, he's not a bad guy and, and straight up, you know, recommends him for Avengers um, you know, membership. You know, Cap's cookie Corte in Avengers 16. And Jim Pogonelli says, Widow and Hawkeye were introduced together in the second Ultimate storyline. Don't think we saw his wife and kids until the third series. Yes. Where they just get killed yes. everybody. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that, that's that's where, right. Is that the one where Jeff Loeb yeah. showed up with Joe Mad and just oh, no, 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 it, 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 it straight up introduced his family just to kill him. That's <laughs> yeah. absolutely what happened. Um, that's where I started but, putting it I'm saying, but, but in, in the 616 comics, you know, Hawkeye goes from, he, he's the carny, you know, with, you know, and, and he's always, always blustery, but, you know, and basically he's an Avenger pretty quickly. 
Um, but yes, there's the idea. He was a criminal for a minute. You know, he was trained as a carny by Swordsmaster, who's a bad guy. And that's important we'll to acknowledge from this series. So Jacques Duquesne, you know, was part of the carny life. You know, um, the one thing we don't see in this series we haven't seen yet is Barney, Clint's brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they may not. Just, they just may they not, might do. not do I was it. expecting. I was, I was waiting for when in see, in episode four when Jack sees Clint around the corner and tells him not to move and puts the sword to his throat. I thought there was going to be an acknowledgement that they had a shared history that wasn't in here. But I also we got to talk about Tony Dalton being like such a good casting choice, and he did oh, he a great awesome. job. He was so but, funny, but, but, and the way and they were the dealing. Do you think he's a villain? And then in episode six, the way that he's like heroic, I think he's hilarious. Well, which is also interesting because Swordsmaster in a very, in a very non PC, absolutely does not work anywhere near the year 2021 um, way. Swordsmaster becomes an Avenger and he's terrible. I mean, he's just, he's only Avenger for a minute, but he's like, like, if you go back and look at those comics, he's a sexist ass. He's just, he's just terrible. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the idea that like he doesn't really do anything to redeem himself and suddenly he's an Avenger. It's just, yeah, it's, it's mind boggling. But he was an Avenger, you know. Um, and then in recent years, you know, with the whole Katati thing, he was a bad guy again. But, you know, whatever. But was that even him when you think about it? Because he's reanimated he's, plant matter at this right, point with right. the consciousness of the Swordmaster. We can't, I don't know, even know if we can get into the whole Katati thing that happened in the storyline in the Marvel comics. That was messy but i kind of liked that narrative we keep saying swordsman swordsman we should say but anyway swordsman, yeah. right. um i liked those comics but it was very nasty messy yeah, stuff yeah. yeah i mean back then i mean listen it was a different time but you know what's great is by putting him in this i mean again easter eggs aren't are, are call outs right um you you mentioned one that i totally missed that there's a character mm-hmm. that's actually, you know, a, a call out to a character bombshell who's a villain from the 80s, a Hawkeye villain, you know? Yes. Um, and that's one of the LARPers. Yes, the blonde LARPer, four. Wendy Conrad. And, and, you know, is, and that's the thing. Is, she's, in, she's in the last three episodes. Right. But she's, the point of Easter bombshell. eggs is they don't necessarily have to do the thing. It's just for people in the know to go like, oh, look, here's this thing. It's great that when you see him, you're, you wonder, are they going to do that connection? You know, some people were started theorizing maybe he's going to train Kate. You know, I mean, where this series went, I mean, I actually love because it sort of went to where where beyond fractions run. You know, as it went on, you know, and Thompson picked up more of the Kate Kate centric with Clint being her. I don't want to say sidekick exactly, but more of you know a the um, visiting character in her main series. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're still part of each other's lives. Very much part of each other's lives. Yeah, you it know? was a sweet ending. Uh, Jim says, uh, for me, the show is the MCU show that hit the perfect New York sweet spot and made the uh, court feel like a, it made the city feel like a real character. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, even and though a black widow is hunting for you, you can walk around in broad daylight by yourself and have a nice stroll down to a, uh, Grand Central Station yeah. and just hang and I'll out tell you, for a bit. As Jim knows, and and I knew, you know, the entire time I was watching the series, um, I knew I was. I just got back from New York last night, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I was there for the last week and just running around the city. And the best thing was, I got in off a of red eye, um, and episode six was up, and um, my wife was taking a nap, and I put it on as I sat there, you know, out of my amazing suite. That I that I had in Soho you know, with the with the window open, just looking out, watching that episode, it was fantastic. You know, um, just because it just the, the show was just feels so New York. Yeah, you know, um, and I, I have so- to say they did a much better job of that than you ever really personally that I felt in any of the Netflix shows. Even though they all took place there, I didn't feel it the same way. Yeah, the Daredevil one's a bit midnight ish. You know, it's a bit more yeah. of you know, a backdrop, not so much a character. This one's definitely yeah. a character. I mean, they use it. Um, yeah. and, but to segue, I, I don't think t- there are some characters in this that are not Easter eggs. We're talking about Yelena. Absolutely. She shows up like months after we all saw the Black Widow film and she's a major character. 
and we knew she was going to show up. I mean, we thought we were going to, she was going to show we up because was up. she was the tag at the end of Black Widow. Yeah, and you know, they, they, they said, um, you know, they, they tell us, um, I mean, I guess, I don't think they actually said it in episode one. I think it's more, or, uh, more peripheral that you see. But so it's Christmas 2024 going into 2025. So it's two yeah. years after Endgame, right? Ish. And... You know, I remember thinking when I heard that, well, why? Well, why? I didn't quite get it. And what we get in episode five when we find out that Yelena was blipped. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why that's relevant is so when she blips back, that's the end of Endgame. But we already know that she's been working for Valentina for a bit. Because mm-hmm. the exchange that she has at the end of Black Widow on the tag at, the, at, the, at, at Natasha's gravesite tells us, she has actually been doing this for a while, which is set up in episode yeah. five. Yes. What has to be supposed yes, to be. Yes, the intro to episode five in Yelena's blip is pretty awesome. Yeah. We, so we get, the blip, we, we, get, we, get her, we get her popping back into the same bathroom, and then it's, hey, mm-hmm. go do this. And then what fits in between is the Black Widow scene, and she's clearly been working with Valentina for a while, so you needed that while. To, I felt that that to me is that's the reason why this isn't immediately after Endgame. This had to be a couple of years after because she needed to have been back for a bit. And it was also good to see her and another Black Widow carrying on after the end of Black Widow where they're right. trying to free Black Widows. Right. Well, well, we were told that's what they were doing, but we didn't see it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, by the way, perspective. So Black Widow takes place in 2016 after Civil War. Okay, um, Infinity War and the blip is 2018. So, so there's your five years. Natasha was on the run, right? And with the Avengers mm-hmm. as, a, as of the end of Black Widow, end of Civil War till Infinity War, that's where that's at. Yelena went off on the mission to save the Black Widow. So that's what she's doing. It's only been two years. You know, she blips for five years. It comes back and what's the point? You know, what's she doing? So they did a great job of giving us the Yelena's whole filled in story over those years. So I, mean, I thought that was interesting. And it speaks to why she would feel the way she would about Natasha. She, she didn't spend the time. So I asked a. Uh, but we could basically assume, by the way, that yeah. maybe they had some kind of way to communicate. But we could pretty much assume she didn't even see her again. That's it. Right. You know, and so, the Black Widow, and that was it. They never saw each other again. So I uh, asked a retired LA firefighter, uh, when, a city, when, a, when a building burns up uh, or an apartment burns up, the city shuts off the gas. Yet Yelena made mac and cheese on that oven. And I said to you when you, when you sent that comment by text to me, do you know it wasn't electric? Yeah. No, they, they shut that. They shut the that stuff off. They do not want it to blow up again. They shut it off. But here's what I said: She's a black widow. She has her means for making mac and cheese. <laughs> if she can do a million things, she can make the mac and cheese. Uh, okay, so Jim Pugarnelli said, "Oh, I'm sorry, my internet died for about five minutes. He got blipped for five minutes." Did you talk about Tony Dalton and how great he was as Jack Duquesne? And did Ian speculate where we might see him again? We talked about how great he was. We didn't speculate yeah. where we might see Sword. Yeah, Sword we, we didn't get there yet. We didn't get there yet. So, you know, um, yeah, listen, um, this is an interesting thing. I read an article earlier today with the direct talking about the idea of a season two, which, listen, there's definitely so much room here because that's the thing. Where would we see him again? Where would we see Kate again? Where would we see Clint again, right? Um, sure. What I like about the end is the notion that wherever we see Clint again, maybe we see Kate, depending on when they put it. Again, I want to cite that two years. There's there's a version of events where we see Clint again and something taking place before this show. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and and, and let me, we've speculated on this show well, about his champion series, well, too. Well, wait a second. And I want to talk about that. But, 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 okay. but this is a good segue into something else. We'll talk about the arrows. Okay? Because we finally got all these trick arrows. But with the trick arrows comes the question of, well, where is it? How's he really getting access? Clearly, he's gotten tight enough with, you know, whether it be uh, Scott, I mean, it's not Hank, that he's getting Pym, you know, particles. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. not a casual thing, right? Why wouldn't it be Hank? 
Well, Hank just generally, you know, was curmudgeon. <laughs> doesn't like know, any of this. Doesn't like and doesn't want to be involved in any of it. Okay, so, so yeah. Scott's sneaking in some pin particles. And we have some hilarious reasons. I mean, those are hilarious moments in the show. But uh, where is he getting Stark tech after Tony's gone? Is he getting that stuff I, from I, Pepper? And we all have an Armor series showing up. We do right, have. Right, we do. And, and that, yeah. that, by the way, that is a good question that it was actually something that for a moment bothered me in No Way Home. You know, I mean, you got happy, but it was no way home made it really unclear to me what is happening with Stark. Because they shut down Stark. The second I mean, we find out that Spider-Man, like they go in and they, well, yeah, they, the, the feds raided Stark Industries. When, right. In, but, but, but it, and is it that simple? I mean, is that is that the setup for Armor Wars? I'm, I think that's, where, that's probably where we're going to get those answers, right? Right. So you know? Pepper's, let's just say Pepper's running Armor Wars or running Stark. Pepper's you, you running Stark. And she's she and uh, she and um, Scott are sending pin particles and Stark tech over to to Clint. Yeah, and we I mean, got ourselves you, trick arrows. What are your favorite trick arrows in the series? I mean, look, the, the pin particle ones. The, the, the pin stuff, I love, love, love. Um, I love, I love a good adhesive arrow. Um, the freeze arrow. Freeze Arrow was very cool. I mean, just in general, that they had them was just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just so much fun, you know. And the use of them was great, you know. Um, yeah. I actually, you know, I love him, you know, teaching her little tricks because the idea. And I'll tell you, this is a really interesting thing. But you know, you know, I, I've I've been training Krav Maga for a number of years, and there was a time when I was, you know, more nascent in it. Where I'd think about like, oh wow, how does someone just pick something up? You do, you get to a certain level when you're an expert, and someone just shows you something else. You know, when you're at a certain level, you could do it because. So I'm just saying that the idea that Kate just suddenly picked up stuff that quickly because she's already at, at such a great level of ability. It's not just natural ability; it's honed ability. You know, I mean, she's both. That yeah. he could just give her some pointers, and it makes that big a difference. You Are know, you, did and you just fun. like subtly hint at your taskmaster? No, I don't okay. have a. Or, I don't have a. It, you know, what about Echo? A hard drive that goes in there. You can you, know? you can witness someone's move and just immediately mimic it. Not necessarily that easily, but you, which my we didn't point, see my point was that after after someone that trained to something for a long time, um, you have the ability to pick up variations on ability a lot easier, you know, than when you're a little bit more new to it. You know. Okay, it's, so we, it's not it's not it's not a. a Nascent it's not level, something right. that, that yeah, it's not something from my perspective that really was like you know unbelievable that she picked up that stuff so quickly. Um, right. But she, but you need you need the right teacher, you know. Listen, it's like talking so, about Batman going searching the teachers. You know, you, you get to a certain level and you want those extra teachers. It makes a difference. You know, it's it's like you know it's like watching Kill Bill. It's like when you're already amazing, you have that other teacher can give you that next that next level thing. So, Ian. Um, the Echo stuff. Did you enjoy the introduction of Echo in the series? I thought, I thought, Echo, was done, I thought Echo was done really well. Um, I, I enjoyed it, but there was nothing about Echo that screamed, God, I want to see an Echo series. That was That's just She me. didn't even use her Echo ability. Of yeah, you didn't really have a sense. A which, by the way, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, that was the thing. Taskmaster... You know, going into Black Widow, I was I was curious to see how they do it. And I thought they did a good job within the MCU of it, you know? Where she can um, program it, where she sees yeah, somebody yeah, doing it and it's because, because in the comics, and the, cause, yeah, because in the comics he's a mutant, right? So so that was it was, Is it he was on an Krakoa? interesting idea. Hmm? Taskmaster's literally a mutant in the six one six? Yeah. So he can be on Krakoa. He can just like walk through gates and stuff yeah, yeah. and he's good to go. Yeah. Okay. I never knew Taskmaster was a mutant. Yeah. But here, Taskmaster's she's technologically based in a female, but she's technologically based. Right. And so the computer scans your movement and then replicates it like programming. Uh, Echo has a similar power, but that one's based on training. Yeah. And is tied into her toward to her being deaf. Well, and she's a great foil for Daredevil. She was it was brilliant for Brubaker to introduce her in, in Daredevil. Well, what I was about to say to you, you know, there was this interesting idea. Years ago in Daredevil, before the Echo um, introduction, both that about both Daredevil, Matt Murdock, and Elektra being like the, these once a generation, you know, natural ability people. That Matt, even absent 
the accident that took his eyes and heightened the other senses was still that. You know, mm-hmm. he would have been this prodigy of a fighter. And then you throw that in, and yeah, he loses his sight, he gains the radar, you know. And one of the things that came with, with this idea was this idea that, you know, you didn't originally see it, but Miller introduced Stick, and later you come from that Stick trained him. Stick trained him in how mm-hmm. to use the senses. Um, interestingly enough, um, just this week, a comic came out, Wait, Wastelanders, which references the Old Man Logan time frame, and Hawkeye. And in, in Wastelanders, Hawkeye, well, it, it, you actually saw it earlier in the original Old Man Logan, but Hawkeye went blind. But they actually mm-hmm. show this idea that, well, Daredevil becomes Stick, and he trains him to That's function cool. blind. Yeah, it's actually, it's really cool. But, uh, but anyway... This idea that there are individuals, you, know, you always have that thing. I mean, I don't know about you. I always feel this way. It's like, you know, when you have the non-powered people doing things that, you know, how could you possibly be doing it? It's always, you know, sort of strange credulity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, the fact that Echo is both deaf and then with this, they actually threw in that and she has a prosthetic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's an impressive absolutely. Some, now she has a little bit of strength. She can use it as a weapon to push it hit things with it um jim pagrali just came in and he said taskmaster uh per wikipedia is not a mutant i wasn't even did i get that confused he injected himself with ss some some super primer an elaborate modification of the adrenal steroid cortisol designed to unlock the mind's procedural memory potential this enhanced taskmaster's natural ability to absorb knowledge and instantaneously Stability is linked to his muscle memory, allowing Taskmaster to instantly replicate the physical movement of peak-level humans. I didn't think he was a mutant because they've done a really good job in the current X-Men stuff of trying to include Including everybody who's a mutant. Yeah. Yeah. And I've not seen him on Krakoa, and they've they've included some really bad bastards on Krakoa um, in the current X-Men run, uh, which is up and down. Some of the stuff is really great. And some of the stuff is, you know, it's X-Men. There's too many books. Jonathan will always argue that there's too many X books at that, any given that, time. That, that, that's a different uh, podcast, I think. That's a different podcast. Um, argument. I'm reading them all. Um, Dan Gilbert says, uh, the Echo series would be cool, but give me that Misty Knight Colleen Wing spinoff first. And the Colleen Wing actress actually came out and said that when she was asked to do Matrix, no, when she was asked to do, um, what movie was she asked to do? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, she said, no, because if I played that Asian character in Shang-Chi, that's a different character. I can never go back to Colleen Wing, and maybe Colleen Wing will return now that we've got Matt Murdock and the Kingpin back. Maybe those Netflix I mean, characters are getting this is the thing, you know, brought back they, in. They left a lot of dangling plot threads in those Netflix shows that happen to be things we really want to see. You know, I mean, look, we all talked about how Iron Fist season one was terrible. Season two was so, so much an improvement. Like, was it great? It was good. It was you good. Know, it was, there's a lot I, I really liked about it. But in terms Iron of Fist maybe, two probably the most improved show I've ever seen. It's night and day between yeah. season one and season two. And, and by the Fist. way, I know people that like season one as bad as he was. You know? I mean, he's more the complaint than the show itself. The show itself is a little more it's a standard thing, you know? It's, there are aspects yeah. of it that are, you know, that, that are good. But, um... But yeah, you know, the fact that she has the Iron Fist at the end, huge. You want to see that. I think that the Luke Cage of it, they were kind of pushing him into sort of a little bit of a kingpin role. You know, you want to see what they do with that. And he was a great, you know, great uh, Luke Cage. Power Man. Yeah. yeah. I, I, he is the number one yeah, Mike thing Coulter I want to see return. I want to see Mike Coulter return as Luke Cage. That's what I want to yeah. see in my next cameo from the Netflix series is I want to see Mike Coulter return. And of course, Jessica Jones, like let's, let's get them all the back is, properly. By the way, Jessica Jones wasn't everyone's cup of tea, but I will tell you, Jessica Jones as a series is of all the most consistent, you know, um, you look at the, those, those, first of all, I think it's the only one that had the same creative team for the entire run, you know? And, um, you know, so of course it, that, that, that gives it such consistency and continuity. You know, but um, it's it's solid the entire time. You know, I think I think Jonathan, John, are you dying? Sorry, I'm choking to death over here. Try it. Maybe the COVID came back. Trying to get there. I never had the COVID, but I had. I had the COVID. Whatever. I know. know? I've had the COVID twice. Maybe we don't know if the first time I had it or not. We're not sure about the first time. The second time we know. 
Okay. Um, Dan Gilbert says the villain from Jessica Jones. I'm guessing the Purple Man is what he's referring to. There were three seasons. Was so underutilized. Well, it's interesting to say underutilized because um, he was in a great deal of the show. But sure, I listen. For me, you know, um, I, I I would never have been complaining to have more of him. You know, I mean. David Tennant, you know, was amazing. So, but yeah, you know, I think, but, I think but anyway. that's why you, you want to see more of him is because David Tennant did yeah. such a great job. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but it was the, well written. It was the, the point is look, I don't think, you know, Finn Jones was universally the old casting, not so great. Everyone else casting was so great. You know, um, definitely like to see those characters come back. And, you know, I think what we're going to see with Daredevil and Kingpin is this, this is a lot of people. It's very easy to do the characters with the same casting and. The, there, there were no real plot threads dangling at the end of Daredevil that made you feel yeah. like you need to know what happened there. You know, like it keeps going and it's fine. But Iron Fist and Luke Cage had dangling. Iron Fist threads. and Luke Cage have some big plot threads dangling, and, so, and that's problematic. You know, and and referencing the Colleen Wing uh, Misty Knight of it, it's tricky. You know, mm-hmm. um, because well, I, listen, we probably aren't going to get any more Punisher, which stinks because John Bernthal was perfect. And, and he, yeah, it was great. Yeah, but honestly, these days, whole, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're referencing the fact that it seems like they're trying to distance themselves from the character because there've been some some things out in the world, the, people... some appropriations of the character by yeah. fascistic forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Look, I'm a giant Punisher fan. I love the character. I love Burnful in it. I love the series. Do I need a, a Punisher running around the MCU? I don't. I don't. It's, it doesn't break my heart. Um, we're getting Moon Knight, which is crazy and insane. You're so and excited about that? Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about Moon Knight. Moon Knight would be fun. Moon Knight's an odd one because, you know, you don't have a definitive, you know, comic run that you go, this is the one I want to see um, adapted. But speaking of, and having said that, I think we did kind of veer off Hawkeye, so to talk about it some more. Um, you know, it was a great, the use of the tracksuit mafia in this series, I think is phenomenal. I think mm-hmm. they, they did a great job of bringing it in and just being so much better because that was the thing the comic. And it was a fun comic for the fact that like these nothing, these nobodies, you know, <laughs> Hawkeye's just, you know, he's in this problem in this building and the tenants having a problem with these guys, you know, and he gets involved and you know, here he is dealing with, you know, cosmic stuff. I love the thing of, I thought Thanos, when he has to deal with the LARPers that first time, it's like, you know, and, and fake fight the guy, you know, and he, he's the like, LARPing he stuff is funny. And it, it, I mean, it didn't go on but, too But long. seriously, it yeah, yeah. it's literally, he fought Thanos <laughs> and he's going to have to act like these idiots, you know, or actually, you know, fighting him. Like it's, it's just, it's beyond comic, you know, yeah. um, th- that stuff was just absolutely great. I mean, I, I, I happen to love, I, I think that Jeremy Renner's Hawk, you know, as Hawkeye, he does that great world re- uh, weary thing. You know, the, the older assassin, the guy that's seen it all, you know, and the, the, there's more in his ledger that can ever make up for, but you know, he's trying. Yeah. You know, can we talk and, about the treatment of uh, Ronan and that whole thing? I do like that, that small piece of uh, end game, comes back and is I the backbone of this entire series is yeah, okay let's wrap up what happened great. with Ronan and all the and, different enemies no. he made as Ronan or Ronan made really but that stuff is now haunting Clint and that stuff well, is threatening Kate well you're and exactly right you know stuff. you know basically we don't see it we're just hinted at it. he's five years he went around killing people yep I mean touches they straight up like he just went all yeah it's like it's like and fuck it and and it's interesting you know I did feel like, I don't know how you feel, they implied, but I really felt, felt they left it vague of how exactly did Kingpin steer him to kill those people? Why wouldn't he have just killed Kingpin? I mean, was he just, you know, what was he exactly doing? I was not really clear on that. Were you? And Kingpin knew that Ronan was going to kill them because he made sure that Kazi wasn't there that night. Right. Like, no. Ronan so killed... I took it. I took it as... <laughs> As Kingpin gave him information of people to go after, and maybe he didn't necessarily know where it was coming from initially, and he realized who it was after the fact. It was, so Ronan was wasn't kind really of clear. indirectly cleaning yeah. out Kingpin's bad guys too. 
Yeah. I mean, here's the thing is what it wasn't, I think, but maybe, maybe mistaken here. Clint was not a hired assassin. He was a vigil, straight up vigilante going out killing people. Sure. I mean, he, Clint as Ronan was more Punisher than we've seen Punisher be. My question now is once Elena knows that the Kingpin's involved and that, uh, so, so this is what's gotten, interesting. That she may have gotten some bad information. Why does she? Can, how long does it take Yelena to realize Clint wasn't responsible for? So, so here's her the thing: y- Yelena takes an assignment to do something she wants to do anyway. That's the pitch that we see at the end of Black Widow. She's like, "All right, I'm I'm busy. I'm no, no, no. Oh, well, here's this. Like, all right, well, that I'm I'm just going to go do this. I'm going to kill him, yeah. you know, because it's his fault. Natasha's dead." So, so even though she knows that the kingpin's involved, it's not like she doesn't have her her. Yelena's not a superhero. She doesn't care. Yeah. yeah, it it doesn't enter into for her. You know that I mean. You know, and by the way, I I actually finally got my wife start watching Black Widow. We watched half last night, and you know, jet lag, all that. She was tired, so we'll finish it today. But you know, going back and looking at this whole thing of it, Yelena has this ledger, like you know, from from the young assassin, she's been killing people left and right. You know, Natasha gave her a mission, but she's sort of laughing at this whole superhero thing, you know, like she's not there yet. She's still on her, on her, on this road to, you know, maybe redemption, which by the way, Mm -hmm. still speaks to, I mean, listen, I was hoping for a tag with Valentina because I got to think she's pissed. Because you want to see the Thunderbolt set up. Well, here's the thing. That's my question. Is she mad that Valentina manipulated her? Is she going to give mm-hmm. Valentina the passive? Listen, a job's a job, and you might have a personal interest in the ins and outs of that. You know, anyone could have gotten wrong, you know? But that's the thing. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. What is the Thunderbolt setup? You know, I think the Thunderbolt setup is you're going to have some characters that maybe are not straight up bad like the Dark Avengers, you know, but are, you know, Morally easily English. manipulated, you know. John Walker. Yeah, Elena. exactly. Like U.S. Agent. Yelena, you know, mm-hmm. you know they, they made think. What's that? We're going to see what Abomination does in, in She-Hulk. Yes. but A-Bomb's going to be on the team. Well, well, and Abomination is an interesting point because, remember, the MCU version, very different than the 616 comic book version. The MCU version was a straight-up soldier who then gets mad with power. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he's just become a Hulk, you know. You know, he's a cage know, fighter. Yeah, and but my understanding is that he's going to have the ability to, to to shrink down. That in Shield we're going to see him as Emil Blonsky. That's cool, and maybe yeah. he powers. I mean, we saw him powered up in Shang Chi. We did, but but again, if he can go back and forth, that means he has more control of it. Then and the idea that he's straight up, he's wor- what's that? And he and Wong seem to be friends. Yes, but 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 my point to you is that the idea that we're then going to be seeing that. Um, you know, I think we can expect that this Thunderbolts thing is going to be maybe not straight up government, one of those governmental offshoots. It's By the way, it's very interesting that we see in Hawkeye that this, whatever Valentina is, she took a contract from a civilian. Yes. So it's not, you know, it's not another version of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's not necessarily Hammer, you know, but then again, maybe it is and they're just willing to do that, you know. So, so we'll to go back to uh, Jim Pagarnelli's care uh, question, and we talked like I think Kingpin returns in the Echo series. He's gonna, I think he's gonna be blind, and I think he's gonna work his way back. And Daredevil's gonna take have some part in the Echo series. Uh, where would we see Swordmaster again? Uh, Swordsman. So, so that, that's the question. I mean, you know, he can pop up anywhere. You know, by the way, he could easily pop up in a Thunderbolt situation. Did we see, yeah, the guy can fight, you know? It felt to me, like personality-wise and all that, and then that was fun for him. We could, you know, we're more likely to see him maybe pop up as like, a, all right, now, oh, let me put a costume on and go do these things. Could you know? he be in Thunderbolts? Could Swordsman be in Thunderbolts? He, he could, but I don't think that's where we see him, you know? Okay. I mean, he, he could easily pop up in an Echo show, you know? Well, we'll see Kate again. I mean, we talked about the champions show. We're going to see Kate again, but as I said, you know, we went into the show wondering if that was it for Clint, and at the end, I don't feel that way. I think we see Kate and Clint together again. You know, 
I think they're taking their time. When Sam Wilson comes back in Captain America 4, three? How many Captain Americas do we have? We have four. This would be Civil War was three. Four. Civil War was three. We're going to see Sam Wilson as Captain America. Maybe Clint's a part of that. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, you know, so the thing is this, and we've said this in some other specials, but I'll reference it again. You know, there's two properties out there that were offshoots of Avengers, okay? That, I mean, first, you know, you had Young Avengers that we referenced before. Straight up, the team called themselves the Young Avengers. And then I later. That opening series, that opening series yeah. is awesome. And later, um, there was a point where um, Norman Osborn had run an organization called Hammer, which had taken, supplanted S.H.I.E.L.D. And the Avengers weren't around, so they did this thing, and they, they were their own Avengers. And it was basically analogs of the Avengers dressed up as the original Avengers, but they weren't the real Avengers. So it was mm-hmm. the Dark Avengers. They didn't call themselves that, but that's what they were. At a different point, when the Avengers weren't around, there was a team called the Thunderbolts. And ultimately, it seems to me that, you know, conceptually, there's enough crossover. I think that I think that what they'll end up doing is Thunderbolts. Interestingly enough, Thunderbolts didn't originally have anything to do with Thunderbolt Ross. But I think that eventually, as the Red Hulk, he ended up on that team. He's going to put that team together. Well, I I think that he'll be part of it, whether it's he is he answering to Valentina or is Valentina answering to him? We're going to get Blonsky. We're going to get Zemo. We're going to get John Walker. Right. We're going to get Yelena. Yeah. We're going to get, I don't think Kate's on that team. I think she's on a champions team, no. a young Avengers yeah. team. Right. Who else is on your, um, you know, team? they might bring yellow jacket back. <clears throat> and would we have, I don't know what the hell's going on with over at the Loki universe, but would we have female Loki? Sylvie's so, so a possibility too. Yeah, so we can, we can get Sylvie and, and yeah, but I'm saying, and they might bring Yellow Jacket back because that would make sense. And what's the right? story on Yellow Jacket? Why would you bring Yellow Jacket back? Because he's the Ant Man analog. That's the bad guy. Right. You know, the question Dan is Gilbert, personality wise, it doesn't said. seem to me like yeah. um, that character, the, the way sorry, they like did him. Uh, really sorry, I just exited the well studio. Team, unless. Um, I, I don't know what just like happened. A, a, you know, far from the, the other side of the road, a Suicide Squad type situation. <laughs> Which seemingly is what you'd get with Blonsky also, with Abomination. Dan Gilbert just said, take all my money. From all that talk that you just gave, take all my money. Uh, I accidentally did two fingers on my trackpad and it ended up launching me out of the studio. So that's fun. Uh, Facebook user. uh, You know the Facebook user, I found out that if you go to uh, StreamYard and okay your Facebook account, you can actually have your name show up. A Facebook user says, maybe dark... Doctor Strange, depending on what happens in Multiverse of Madness. I think that's an interesting uh, idea. That, that's I Strange that Prime. It's Strange Prime is the one that's over on... Is it, are we going to call the Multiverse of Madness Doctor Strange Strange Prime? Because that's what we've called the one that's from What If. Are they one and the same? Maybe. That, this, I'm going to wait to see. We don't know. I mean, the, the, there's a visual <laughs> cue that suggests it. We don't know. You know, we'll see. Um, Marshall Lewis has been active in YouTube and he says what if they did a giant man entrance for Ant-Man I'd love to see a giant more giant man stuff going down I loved seeing the trick arrow well, well listen by the way that, that's, that's hilarious the, the giant man stuff is definitely you know as we saw from the second Ant-Man he's getting better and better at it it's definitely going to stay part of it and odds are that you know I mean Cassie Lang is likely to be stature yes we're going to see Cassie Lang I guess we're going to uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see a lot more Cassie Ling. And I mean, by, by the way, I mean, the, the choices are Stature's the classic version, you know. There's also potentially the Stinger version. Mm-hmm. No, I think we're gonna, I think Cassie Lang will become Stature, yeah, and that's kind of the more young Avengers version of that character, right? Right, and that'll we'll see what Ken Quantumania says, yeah. Oh, Ian. you know, who else we got? We, we left out America Chavez. America Chavez, who we're getting in, and, 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 and Ms. Marvel, and we've seen footage of America Chavez in the right. Multiverse of Madness yeah. tree. And Ms. Marvel, we're going to see Ms. Marvel in the next right. Captain Marvel film, The Marvels, and then we're, and so, then I I think we're going to see Ironheart so, soon. Yes, Ironheart. <clears throat> um, we I think we first see in Black Panther two. Black Panther two is going to have some Ironheart in it. That's cool. Yeah. That's so, uh, and then she gets. I'd like to know more about Black Panther too, just because uh, well, I'm a big fan of maybe Atlantis showing up in some form in this MCU. Yeah, I'm going to move my camera real but, quick because the glare is starting to show up. 
Okay, but but the point is that there's no question that they're setting up champions. You know, yes. um, they're gonna have young Avengers. Expectation, I think they'll come. They'll they'll do Thunderbolts. I think that we'll probably see the Avengers come back together and answer to Thunderbolts in Captain America three or Captain America four. I don't know if it'll be that soon. Okay, or Maybe. you think I'm in? I mean, if Ironheart is introduced in. Uh, the the Wakanda stuff. Well, the Iron Man series, I think, is also like late next year, right? I mean, it's one of the. But Selene's Armor Wars, because she has to be part of Armor Wars, wouldn't you say? You would hope, but not necessarily. So okay. Armor Wars was a storyline that was a Tony Stark storyline that they're going to just put Rhodey in, for, right? You know, right. and the expectation should be that it's Rhodey taking it upon himself to go after other people taking Stark tech. And this is what I want to know. Is are we going to get Hammer back in that series? How cool would that be? I, I would expect. Honestly, I expect that we would. I I would be really surprised if he's not a principal <clears throat> bad guy in that series. I love Justin Hammer. Yes. I think you know. If, say what you will about uh, Iron Man Two. Justin Hammer is always he's on great. highlight. He was great. And uh, Marshall Lewis says Doctor Strange is key. Oh, there's so much that's up in the air because it's Doctor Strange, and I'm so excited Absolutely. about Doctor Strange. Um, Here's a question related to Doctor Strange. I'm throwing it to you right now. This is what I've thought about. And it was kind of proposed when I saw that he was now Sorcerer Supreme in uh, No Way Home. Does Wong survive to see the end of Multiverse of Madness? I hope so. I mean... It's one way, it's one way to give Tony back the uh, Sorcerer Supreme mantle. Steven. Steven. It's one way to give yeah. Steven strange. I, back know, I know the facial Sorcerer hair bros and we're on the broke, <laughs> you know, podcast, but, but do we, uh, yeah, I, I'm starting to think I, this is what I think about sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, Oh, you think Wong's going to die in multiverse of madness? Listen, one of the things I loved, I love that. You know, I think we all wondered why was it Wong you know, in the meeting at, at the end of Shang-Chi, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not even though we'd seen him earlier, but why would he be the one? It's like, yeah, well, he's the Sorcerer Supreme, so he's the one out there doing this stuff. But that, that's that's why he probably should have been in Eternals, even though he wasn't. You sent me an article about Multiverse of Madness that was so spoilerifically insane. I wish I hadn't read it, but it involved but, but, the Illuminati. It's not spoilerific. It's all just rumors. So right, but the whole idea know, that we're going to get that come I, May. I just, we're going to yeah, know I, who Professor X is. We're going to know who Captain Fantastic or Mr. Fantastic is yeah. because they're going to be in an Illuminati scene in, in yeah. Multiverse of Madness. I mean, it would, like, would be insane. Yeah. So, so again, I had to share that because it's not. It, it's so far out. It's not spoilers. No way to know it's true, but it's such an interesting theory idea that it might happen that I had to share that. You that know, sounds if like I an insane truly- scene from Multiverse. That we get the introduction I, I of Fantastic Four. Because listen, the rumor we're, is we're getting a little game late in the game here. We're we getting Captain. We're going to get. We're supposed to. Fantastic Four is supposed to be the end of this phase. That's not right. That far we're getting away, a little. Right? We're getting a little long in the tooth on this phase. So People introducing Reed Richards, in right? In getting Reed Richards at the end of Multiverse of Madness. You heard it here first. Geekscape is not really. You didn't hear it here first, but I'm going to put money down. But did, didn't we expect it in Wandavision? Yes, and this is the money. If if Captain if Mister I keep calling him Captain Fantastic, if Mister Fantastic does not show up as a tag in Multiverse of Madness, I will give Ian Kerner another Geekscape T-shirt. No, I'll give one of the listeners a Geekscape T-shirt. I'll now, give out Geekscape T-shirts to the listener. Thing, you know, is it is it going to be Geekscape prizes if Mister Fantastic doesn't show up? Is it going to be the regular Madness. universe? You know, um, or like a council Illuminati of reeds? Or- Reed Richard? But that, that's the thing. So here's the thing. I don't know? think we're going to see Professor X. I think we're going to see Reed Richards. I've heard some things that may or may not line up. Like, for instance, we may see a Professor X. Okay. Whether that's Stuart or McAvoy, but we may see one of them because okay. it's the multiverse. I've heard, you know, some rumors that, you know, it's at least been pitched that we're going to get something like a, an interaction with Wanda as she's analyzing, you know, because I, I think, you know, the way I interpreted that scene, that tag at the end of WandaVision, you know, she's studying the dark hole and you throw the multiverse into it. What makes sense 
She's trying to bring her kids back. Doesn't it make sense that she'd be out searching the multiverse for a, you know, a universe where they lived, where they survived? I think the kids Isn't are that a way to get them back? Madness. But the, What's kids, that? The, the actors who played her kids in WandaVision are cast in Multiverse of Madness. We know they're going to be in it. What I'm saying is, but what, is yeah. that, what does that look Where'd like? Where do they come from? Right. Where would they yeah. come from? Yeah. So. And the question, too, is do we get the new, ultra, uh, the new Vision back? I mean, again, um, he, he's yeah. another, by the way, another character for Thunderbolts. The, the, the neutral vision? Yeah. The blank vision? The white yeah. vision? Yeah, I, I've had um, that, that's an interesting idea, right? Dan Gilbert says, Ian, because you're a man with the inside track, odds are that it's being John Krasinski and Emily Blunt for Fantastic Four. I know Blunt's would be denied great. it. They both would denied it. But they would, they, they, I like that casting a lot. Uh, and John C. Riley is the thing. Let's throw it all together. Let's make it work. Um, okay, Ian. Okay, Chris Evans is a human torch because he, he nailed it. <laughs> he did. Uh, okay, Ian, let's wrap on this. The two end tags that did not end up in... And first off, anybody complaining about the, the mid-credit tag on Hawkeye? Like, bah humbug people. Like, okay, you didn't it enjoy was, the It was so number. much fun. You like, know, shut I, up. Like, have some joy in your life. It's Christmas. Like, it I, was fun. Our Sorry you didn't get to not, see. Not pleased with me, but yeah. Well, too bad. Sorry you didn't get to see like Kang show up or something like that. But you got a fun musical number. Come on, if yeah. you don't like it, go see Morbius uh, in a few weeks. You'll look, enjoy as, that. As, as I mentioned earlier, I, I was hoping for Valentina. I was hoping for something that you know related back to stuff. I, I would have loved you know some reference on Kingpin. They left it so out, you know, so we just absolutely don't know. You know, um, I would love something leading to what something next, because that's what we usually get, right? That yes, but that being said, the oh, that, two that we that, did that not was get, amazing and fun and great. I was hoping there'd be a second. The two tags that we didn't get were one in which we see the owl take the bros' truck back to the owl's nest, which right. is morbid. Like the owl's going to eat the bros. Yeah, which I would have laughed. I would have been okay with the pin particles wearing off and having them end up in a tree, like not knowing that would have been awesome. Down. Yeah, that would have been fun. The second tag that we got was that we would have the kingpin alive. The kingpin's alive, and he receives the Ronin sword, which we didn't see get burned up. We saw the Ronin sword yeah. get burned, the Ronin suit and, get burned up, and not the yeah, sword. And, 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 and he I, gets it with a warning from Clint saying, "Leave me and my family alone, or I'm coming after you." Right. I would have liked that because from, I felt like that would have spoken to what I was saying before about what was the relationship, what was the deal there? You know, like, great, yeah, you, you think Clint, me, but I didn't come after you and I'll come kill you. Yeah. Yeah, I would think Clint and Wilson had a relationship while he was running. Even I don't. I, I think Clint knows that, that Wilson manipulated him into killing, you know, people he wanted killed, you know, Echo's father. And he realized yeah. after the fact that's what happened, you know, but, I mean, listen, they were bad guys. It's not like they weren't bad guys, but why was he there? So he was manipulated to kill them right then. And he realized after the fact, and, he, and I think he looked at it as, well, it's the big guy. It's the guy like, you know, is that, do I really want to take that on? Am I ready for that? You know? And he decided he wasn't, you know? So, and then things changed. Well, Ian, we got to run. We, we talked some Hawkeye for an hour. You have a lot to chew on. And I got to say, thank you to everybody who's been watching these and listening to these on the podcast apps. Um, the Ian Kerner specials, we just did one on Spider-Man No Way Home. These are consistently the higher the, the higher rated and listened to episodes of Geekscape. They shouldn't be the only thing you listen to. We just did a live onstage show. We have another Geekscape coming back next week when we come back to LA. Every Geekscape episode is a good Geekscape episode. Um, so please tell your friends to subscribe, share Geekscape with your friends. And yeah, I love having you all join us here in the live chats here on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch and Facebook. That always works. Uh, Dan Gilbert says, great work, fellas. Uh, Dan, I have to report, I'm sitting on our sport court. Remember the basketball court we used to play on? It's gone. This building that I'm in right now is where it used to stand. So no more basketball at my parents' house. Uh, the basketball course, the, 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 the net's gone. It's gone. I'm sitting in this gazebo or whatever it is. It has like weird echoes to it. So apologize for the audio. I don't have my regular mics, but Geekscape is, you get the gist. This is free content on all the different apps for your podcasting, all the different video platforms, 
all I ask is that you hit the share button, share it with your friends, and subscribe. Keep keep the numbers climbing. They've been climbing really well. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Ian, for doing this and joining me while we're on vacation. You know, I return to LA tomorrow. I'm on vacation. And we'll, and we'll get you know, some more Geekscape when I do. Um, till then, uh, thank you. You can follow Ian on at Ian L. Kerner on Twitter, and you can talk to him on our Facebook groups, Geekscape Forever. Just hit him up on there and keep the conversation going. Jim and you have become good friends. And so I like the activity. I like seeing that. I like seeing people come together through Geekscape. All right. Uh, thank you so much, dude. Uh, I'll see you when we get back to LA. All right. Sounds good. Have a safe trip. Over and up. Don't hate create Geekscapists. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.